Like, how the fuck is nobody making fun of this? Like, I, 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 I don't understand how the fuck this guy was able to make it to the top, you know? What's up? This is Fredo and welcome to the second episode of The Audio Craftsman. Now, before I begin, I want to give thanks to everyone who listened to the first episode. Seriously, guys, thank you. I really appreciate it, you know, because I was nervous when I made that first episode. When I made the podcast in general, I was nervous because I didn't think it would resonate with beat makers or, you know, musicians in general. Um, But I posted it out there. I shared the link with a couple friends trying to get their feedback, you know, trying to see what they thought. Um, they shared it to their beat maker friends, to the, to people who make beats, to people who produce tracks, you know, and, and they were able to give great feedback, great reviews, great positive reviews, you know, which I was surprised because the first episode I was expecting, you know, like, eh, you know, I kind of drifted off or, uh, I didn't really, really get, but you know, you guys stuck around, you guys got that the whole episode was the introduction, introducing myself and, you know, just giving my point of view and things like that. Um, but thank you guys, you know, seriously, it really helps a lot, out a lot. And thank you for, for already liking the Facebook page. Um, right now I'm at, I think 17 likes, which, um, <laughs> it sounds little, but, uh, to me, it's like, that's 17 people there that really like what I'm doing, you know, or maybe they're just trying to be nice and they don't want to tell me the truth that, uh, this whole thing sucks ass. Either way, it makes me feel good, and hopefully you guys stick around. Like I said, thank you. Now, uh, last episode, you know, it was just the introduction. It was just me talking about um, who I am, who the host is, right? Which also, <clears throat> by the way, I really plan on having people uh, co-host with me, you know, fellow beat makers, fellow musician enthusiasts, right? So fingers crossed. But anyways, so you guys got that. I was introducing myself. I was introducing the team. I was introducing uh, the idea, the ideology of the audio craftsman, right? What it was about, this whole podcast. And then I started talking about competitions. And towards the end, I started talking about how some beat makers start sounding the same because they're influenced by local rappers who are influenced by mainstream music. You know, I started talking about how uh, in order for a beat maker to really get out there is they have to have content tracks, right? So they need to find a rapper. 
Now they're not going to get anyone famous because they're just starting out. So they're trying to get some of their rapping friends. Uh, some of their rapping friends. Fuck, that shit sounded lame. Some of their friends who are rappers, who are artists, right? Now, they want to make it big just like everyone else. They want to get signed. So what do they do? They listen to the radio and they say, okay, this is what's hot. So I want to make this. So they tell the beat maker, hey, listen, let's make something like this. Then the beat maker studies the beat studies the music and says okay let's do it so they start mimicking what's up with stuff that's on the radio right which there's nothing wrong with that right songs have been mimicking each other for a very long time you know this has been going around this isn't something new but now in an age where technology is easily accessible uh, by the means of purchasing it financially right anyone can really make a beat Right before it was a little bit tough because first you had to buy the instruments, you had to get together with a band, you had to sound good, then you had to go to clubs, right? You had to get noticed, you had to produce the demo tape, but now everyone could do it in their laptops. So it's a little bit more different than it was before, in my opinion, right? So most of these beat makers uh, start mimicking what's on the radio, and in that sense, like in that scenario I gave last time, and the scenario was brought up by Randy Jackson, right? I don't know him personally, but in an interview that I seen, he was talking about how, how, you know, he comes across like all these producers and, you know, they sound like so-and-so. And in this case that I gave, right, uh, well, that I'm giving is Dr. Dre, right? So let's say you just, uh, nah, fuck it, Timberland, right? Let's say that you have this Timberland sound, right? So the A&R is going to be like, listen, I like it, but you sound like Timberland. So why the fuck am I going to get you when I can get the real thing, right? And there's a lot of variables to this, okay? As a beat maker, you might think, oh, well, you know, I didn't really think I sounded like him, but I was definitely inspired by him. But the A&R doesn't give a fuck. He says, she, he, doesn't matter, right? But anyways, they say, you sound like this guy. So why am I going to get you when I can get the real thing, right? And... Uh, to some degree, I understand that because let's say they got to get someone famous. Like, let's say David Guetta right at the time he was blowing up. He was working with all these different people. So his name pushed that track above and beyond. You know, if they were to get someone who produces the same music, but was unknown, that name would be meaningless. You know, it's like slapping a brand on something and you're like, I've never heard of this brand, but you slap Dr. Dre's name on it. Guess what? Now you're paying $350 for headphones that you otherwise would have bought for maybe what? Like a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? So the name has some very significant um, meaning behind it. You know, it gives it that extra push. And in this David Guetta scenario, his name pushes it above and beyond. So if you sound like someone else, why are they going to get you? Your name means nothing to them. So if you're going to be, if you're going to be uh, mimicking someone else's style, just keep that in mind, right? Because they can get someone else. Now, rappers, local rappers are going to love you, right? Because they're like, listen, I can't afford the real thing. I can't afford David Guetta. I can't afford Timberland. You know, I can't afford um, Dead Mouse or whoever, right? But I can afford this guy that sounds like him, you know? <sighs> Shit. I, he might even do it for free. Oh, man, which I don't want to. I don't want to go on a tangent, but I fucking hate that when uh, <laughs> when rappers come at me and they're like, 
hey yo man uh let me get some free beats yo i'm about to get signed in two weeks and when i get signed i'm gonna I'm take you with me dude four months later they're still out there you know trying to push it saying the exact same shit oh i just got signed anyways so back to this uh sounding uh like someone else right it's just that uh so that name gives it that extra push right so as a beat maker you're up and coming you're trying to you're trying to create a brand for yourself you got to develop a style for yourself you know a name for yourself and i think it's tough because um you got to work with these artists who are sounding the same who are talking about the same you know you put you put your sweat and tears into this beat and some do i'm not gonna lie there's beat makers out there who brag about oh i made this beat in five minutes yeah well it sounds like you made it in five minutes you know what i mean like it just sounds it sounds like you just hit record and then slammed your head up against the keyboard and then you were like fuck it put a limiter on it threshold at like negative 20 and then you were like there we go we're set that's why i don't i don't like that anyways so you you put effort into this beat because you really care about your work you really care about your craft you know so you finish this you finish this beat you have an idea right it's it's let's say it's epic and uplifting and then you want an artist to get on it, right? But like I said, you can't afford big name artists, right? So you start working with local people. And what do they do? They fucking ruin that beat, right? Like they talk about the same thing, but they don't even pull it off right, right? So let's say you make a trap beat, okay? What Usually in hip hop or rap, right? I don't even want to get that fucking argument started. Oh, rap's not the same as hip hop or no, trap's not the same as blah, whatever, right? I'm over it. Listen, is that um, with trap, there's a particular style or sound that's associated with trap music, right? In the hip hop side, in the rap side, not the EDM side, right? And with a, with a flow or not flow, a topic that's usually associated with that, which is music, uh, sorry, <laughs> music, which is associated with money women and drugs right like i'm in love with the coco right drugs okay or um i woke up in a new bugatti right money he has that much money or you're talking about stuff uh or you hear things where they're talking about how much women they how many women they have how many women they've slept with it's all the same thing right it's just regurgitated stuff but the thing with these mainstream artists is that they're able to dress it differently right after a while it gets played out and it gets old but anyways so you're up and coming and you're like fuck what do i do you're just regurgitating the same thing okay one thing is that i really want to talk about is is that it's the artist as you know as much as you know we beat makers want to say is that oh we're we're what makes the track and it's true you know if the beat sounds like shit chances are the track is gonna sound like shit right but some cases that's not that's not it the beat is just there to support the vocalist to push the vocalist out there right now if you're talking about uh genres where there are no vocals but the track is what really makes it like for example big room house hard electro uh, deep house almost no lyrics right unless some person gets creative and they're like oh i'm gonna have I'm gonna have a female singer get on this right then okay then it's just the beat that really makes the track Otherwise, when we're talking about like mainstream music, there's usually an artist behind it, right? 
So if you're, if you're sounding the same, you need to get someone who can really push your beats to that next level. So you got to get a serious artist. Like, like, I just want to scream at some of these people like, why the fuck are you working with these guys, man? They sound like shit. You know, I get it. You know, you're struggling. You're trying to make ends meet or you're trying to be like, man, I got to get out there. But no one's really feeling my beats except this guy. He sounds like shit, but fuck it. I'll just let him get on it. You know, maybe... Maybe some of his friends will be like, oh, who made that? And chance, it'll happen, but most of the time it won't. You know, they'll be like, oh, that's a cool beat. And if you gave that beat for away for free, guess what? They're going to want it for free, too. So anyways, you got to work with someone who's serious, you know, like I'm trying to find someone who's really serious, who's versatile. And I really want to grow with an artist. You know what I mean? And, you know, I understand that. It's not always going to be about me. It's going to be about the track. So maybe the track won't even sound that good. You know, I'm sorry. Maybe that beat would be just super simple. You know what I mean? Like, for example, let's take you guys. You guys heard the song Royals, right? By Lord. So you hear her voice and her voice is just stunning, right? And something about that track just really seems to to resonate with people it was just it just grew right out of nowhere it just started becoming a hit popular over it seemed like overnight to me at least right but check this out i'm gonna play you the instrumental of that track and beat makers probably already already heard this and they're like yeah i know, I know exactly what you're gonna talk about but check this out So you might be thinking, oh, is this, does he have it on loop? No, I don't have it on loop. That is the fucking beat to that hit song. Okay. Because she was able to make that song. The beat was super simple. It was just drums and it sounded like it was in a big room. Right. Here's the chorus. Let me see if I could find it real quick. Yeah, here it is. So that's all that beat was. It was super simple, you know, and as 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 anyone who makes music, you, you're just listening to it and you're like, oh, my God, I could have made that. Like, what the fuck? That's too simple. You're right. It is simple. But guess what? It worked with that track. OK, with what she had to say, her style of singing, the way she sang, what she talked about. Right. It, it worked perfect with the track because. The beat wasn't there to compete with the voice. It was there to emphasize her voice, right? Something subtle to really get the message across to get her flow going, right? So as musicians, as composers, beat makers, we have to understand that there's times where you're you're just going to have to suck your ego up and you're going to be like, you know what? This is for the track, okay? Now, sometimes you'll make a beat that's above and beyond. That's just epic and dramatic, right? And it's really difficult to find an artist who can 
work with your style of music, in my case, with my style of music, right? And I understand is that sometimes you want to go above and beyond with your beats, but it starts competing with that, with the artist, right? And like I said, as beat makers, we want to be like, oh, well, we want to get our music out there, right? But you got to start thinking about the track. What's perfect for the track? And this comes back down to the artist is that you got to work with someone who's serious, who's on, on the same level as you, right? Now, I'm going to play you a snippet um, of a beat. And I've, I've, I've tried to get artists on. Let me see where the hell's my mouse. There we go. Is I've tried to get artists on this beat. And everyone keeps telling me the same shit. Bro, this beat is too hard. Or it's unwrappable. Or I'm sorry, but it just sounds like it should be in a movie. Or it sounds like it should be in a game. No one can get on this. Which is bullshit. I'm going to play you the instrumental. And then I'm going to play you what someone did. Okay. And... Uh, I think it, it brought pretty good results. The audio craftsman. So that beat's called Stomps of Ares or Ares, Ares, um, however you want to pronounce it. And it was produced by me, right? And like I said, I have this hard orchestral, dramatic, epic style of beats, right? And so it's very difficult for me to find someone who can uh, complement the style of music. And I understand that my music isn't really um, for everyone, right? But what helps is that this style of music is able to uh, narrow or you know, remove, um, people who aren't, uh, what's a nice word to put it? Um, I don't know. Fuck it. People who aren't good, you know, it removes the trash from the good. Right. And then you might be thinking, fuck that beat is pretty hard to rap to. How can anyone get that to? Right. So check this out. You guys know Hobson, right? A, a while back, there was this, uh, there was this one contest um, I think it was Beat Stars. I can't remember exactly. But there was a contest where you had to remix one of his songs. Okay. And one of his songs is called I Need Help. Now I'm going to play you the. Uh, I built around his vocals, but check this out. Faith. The Audio Craftsman.
get your buzz up. I heard you signed up for your soul to the devil. Was the truth, nigga? Shut the fuck up. In my heart, there ain't much love. So if you get bashed, then that's tough luck. And be doing shit so big, haters, I'm on your side now, nigga. Fuck up, this is my madness. Yeah, I'm back of business. I'm a real nice nigga, but I rap with vengeance. Only got bad intentions, and I'm looking for a new mouth that my nuts can fit in. I look like an idiot to grab attention, but my new fans telling me to trap my lenses. It's bad for business. I'm lacking like senses. Feels like I'm trapped in a black dimension. Stepped in this bitch to rest, so don't disrespect. I promise that'll be a big regret. I twist the neck. I'm looking for a bitch to catch. I chop niggas up. Yeah, I learned it from tech. I got holes all over that wanna get me. They all yelling hot, so you turn me. But I feel like it's the devil trying to get me. And I don't wanna do what niggas in me. Nigga, I'm so cool. Cool, but I feel so low. See, I got a cool, but I feel so low. I cool, but the wheels don't roll. Feel what I'm saying? She need to do why. I'ma give you niggas one more album, and after that, it's peace out. And I'm leaving you guys, you know why? So that was Hobson's I Need Help, right? And like I said, before the vocals, uh, people were like, I can't, I can't rap to that. That's too hard. Or, ah, oh, man, I, I, don't think, I don't think anyone can rap to that. I think it should be for movies and games and all that. All that bullshit, right? And they got me mad because I'm, I'm like, ah, that can't be true, right? Uh, so when I built it around uh, Hobson's vocals and... Um, I finally realized, I was like, no, it's not that people can't rap to my shit. It's that people suck. People are garbage, you know? And it's true what, what some some hip-hop heads out there are saying. They're like, oh, hip-hop is dying. Which, listen, uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm pretty sure. But I, I'm tired of all these fucking hip-hop songs, man. Like. I get it. Your lyrics are good. That's all they talk about. My lyrics are this. My lyrics will make you do this. My lyrics are like, all right, cool. Your lyrics are good. Can you show me? That's like me saying, yeah, well, I can run fast. You want to see how fast I can run? Because I can run pretty fast here. Here, let me tell you about this one time that I wrapped, uh, that I, uh, that I ran really fast. Okay. Well, can you show me? Uh, well, uh, I can tell you. I can tell you how fast I ran. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, I'm, I get it. You know, your lyrics are really good, right? But then there's some people who put their lyrics and they start talking about uh, things that are really meaningful and deep and just hit you hard, right? A uh, person that comes to my mind right now is Immortal Technique, right? Um, but anyways, uh, I think I'm dragging on a little bit too long on that one. Anyways, um, so yeah, it's just that you you gotta you gotta stop working with people who who aren't taking your shit seriously. Because if you're taking yourself seriously, why are you gonna work with stuff with people who aren't taking their stuff seriously? Who the first thing they go to uh, when they want to talk about is it, like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna make this song about how much weed I smoke." Okay, and what's your next track gonna be? All right, so this one instead of me talking about how much weed I smoke, I'm gonna talk about how much weed I have. Oh, my fucking God. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, get the fuck out of here. Move. Get out. Right? And so, the track doesn't end with us, right? We're there to make the track happen, but it starts with us as far as what makes a track good. Like, as up-and-coming beat makers, as a struggling musicians, producers, right? We have to make the choice 
who do we want to work with right because like i said in the end at uh, the end of the day your name is going to be on it right do you want to work with people who let me see you know what here one of the reasons ah god damn it one of the one of the reasons that uh that i'm talking about this is because i came across a song watch uh i'm pretty sure you guys fucking heard it let me see where it's at um uh let me see i have oh my god this one check it out god damn but that nigga matt didn't never call bro but i don't see any nigga everywhere bro dog you know they say nigga with hollywood and shit well, fuck that nigga dog OGG. Fuck is OGG. 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 Hey, bro. I mean, 20 seconds. 20 seconds, and they haven't said shit. They're just like, I'm like, what the fuck is this about, right? And I'm looking at the views right now. 24, almost going on 25 million views. 203,516 up likes, right? Likes um 17,000 dislikes right now you might be thinking oh well you know that's just how music is these days and you know what you don't get it because you're not about that life and all this other bullshit but here let me let me tell you what what the fuck this guy sounds like right here <laughs> bitch you guess it i'm still with my niggas coming tessas ogg bitch you guess it Walking around with extra in my pockets, bitch, you next to us Why the fuck are you next to us? Bitch, you should come test us I see what you rockin' and bitch, you can't dress with us See what your bitch look like and nigga, I wasn't impressing her Fuck nigga, come and talk it out Fuck nigga, we ain't talking it out What the fuck we finna talk about? All we know is that moolah, Benji's, Franklin's, and that guala, Fetty with us Bunch of other niggas Bunch of them bitches all in the neighborhood Looking on tip Running my checkup, I think I'm with Nike on spray Shush, y'all couldn't hear me? Bitch, you guess it So that right there, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that has That has close to 25 million Million views And somehow that fucking song is famous Right? Um it's just it's things like that that, that uh, it's like listen I'm, I'm not mad because i can't get those many views right i've accepted it a long time ago what pisses me off is is that as a fan of music of all genres you know classical uh, film scores jazz rock metal alternative hip-hop trance electro as a fan of music it's it sucks because like it seems like content uh, or quality of the content is going down and it's like shit like this just pops up you know and and i feel like as as a person who's making music that that it's a responsibility that i have to take this like no listen i'm sorry man like i i, I don't want to work with you it's not that i think of highly of myself it's just that i just don't want to work with you you know like I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Like, you you let me know what's up with that. But you see, and and I don't know if this guy's really legit. Uh, cause oh no, you know what? <laughs> I think he changed his name because that before it was uh, it had Vivo at the end of his fucking uh name, so it doesn't anymore. So I think it's fake. But anyways, so 
the thing is, is that it doesn't stop at local rappers, right? It's a, you'd think that, you know, shit music, just like, oh, well, it stops at, you know, up and coming artists. And, you know, maybe it'll leak through towards, um, you know, quote unquote professionals, but it doesn't. Here, watch. Check this out. Did a lot of shit just live this here lifestyle. We came straight from the bottom to the top of my lifestyle. Like, how the fuck is nobody making fun of this? Like, I, 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 I don't understand how the fuck this guy was able to make it to the top. You know, I'm not I'm not bashing on the B, right? The B is, is pretty good. All right. It's just how the fuck is this guy able to get signed and is able to have. Oh, my fucking God. Are you God, are you fucking serious? A hundred and eleven million views. 111 million views okay the likes is fucking serious half a million uh, no half a million oh shit oh my god half a fucking million view, uh likes that means half a million people like this song okay 72 don't like it Seventy-two thousand people don't like it it's stuff like this that i'm like i'm like are you serious how was this able to be a hit how why why is this his voice just sounds terrible he can't sing I don't understand what the fuck this guy's talking about or or uh, at first I'm not gonna lie and this is gonna sound like a pathetic joke but I swear when I first heard it I was like oh someone's doing a parody of a song <laughs> no that that was the that was the right song I was like holy shit are you fucking serious I heard it on big boys neighborhood right and I was like oh, all right all right I get it you know big boys trying to do a parody of it Nope, that was the original song. Then I heard the parody. Oh, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why? Are <laughs> All right, fine, right? Beatmakers, you want to say you don't want to work with it, right? But why the fuck are radio stations playing this too? You know, it seems like someone has to say, nope, sorry, not going to put it. I'm not going to put it out there, right? Uh, there's, there's, um, there's producers out there, right? I'm talking about like industry standard. I'm not talking about like home label type of stuff. There's producers out there, professional industry producers, where it's their job to say, no, this is not a hit. I'm not going to put it out there to the world. And yet they do. Right now, sometimes you got to put an artist who is good. Right. But it's not good for the track. But you got to put it in the track in order to push that track further. Right. Like how I told you with that David Guetta scene was is that um, the name pushes it even further. Right. So Katy Perry, very talented. I love her singing. I love what she talks about um, her music, uh, her style of music. Right. I, I just I love her work. I'm a big fan of her work. Right. And when I heard E.T., I was like, why? Like, why the fuck is Kanye on this on this track? Well, from a from a label standpoint. Right. You got to have a name to push it even further. Okay, we'll get Kanye on it, right? Kanye will do it. 
and with his name you'll push it into a different demographic rappers um or uh hip-hop heads or uh people who are just into that style of music and it'll get to them Katy perry crosses over she hits more sales the label is happy right but see the thing is uh, et it's a song about falling in love with someone uh you know that it almost feels foreign right or falling in love with a foreigner no that's not right is that you're this love feels foreign right so then fucking kanye west comes out let me see if i can pull up the lyrics real quick so the song is about falling in love then you know you start having feelings that almost feel otherworldly it's supposed to be an emotional song it's supposed to uh, be meaningful right and then fucking Kanye West starts off with I got a dirty mind I got filthy ways I'm trying to bathe my ape ape in your milky way okay all right uh I'm a legend I'm irrelevant I be reverend I'll be so far uh, 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 arp are up what the fuck we don't give a fuck welcome to the danger zone step into the fantasy you are not invited to the other side of sanity. They're calling me an alien, a big-headed astronaut. Maybe it's because your boy Yeezy get ass a lot. What the fuck does that have to do with falling in love? Okay. First off, he talks about how he has a dirty mind. I got filthy waist. Great. Another fucking rapper talking about sex. <sighs> and then not only that, check it out. Towards the end, uh, his verse... Uh, let's see where it's at. Um, okay, so it says, I know a bar out in Mars where they drive in spaceships instead of cars. Cop a Prada spacesuit about the stars. Getting stupid, ha, huh? straight up out the jars. Pockets on Shrek, rockets on deck. Tell me what's next, alien sex. I'ma disrobe you, then I'ma probe you. See, I've abducted you, so I tell you what to do. I tell you what to do, what to do what to do so this is a guy who talks about how creative he is and for some reason he didn't keep in mind what the song was about right and i honestly felt like wow this, why the fuck was kanye even on it you know like even in the comments on the youtube section of that of that video um we're saying like why the fuck is kanye on this he just ruined the song and it's i feel like he really did ruin the song right now thankfully the album she felt the same way and she was like yeah i'm not gonna have that in my fucking album i'm just gonna have it in the single right um because you gotta push you gotta push the the song out you gotta push her out so you put kanye west on on the single people buy the album guess what he's not on the album he doesn't get a cut sucks for him but here's what i'm saying is, is that i honestly think as as people who strive to perfect their work or who strive to really do good at what they do is that we should be more aware about what sounds good and what doesn't. We should put our ego aside and say, you know what? This just doesn't sound good. I'm sorry. You know, let's start over. Don't be afraid to start over. You know, I know a lot of people, like I said, they like to brag like, oh, I made this in five minutes. Great. How about you take 10 minutes? How about you take 20 minutes and keep coming up with something better? You know, like beat makers, we have a tendency to come up with four bar loops and then we repeat it. We take out instruments and then we put them back in for the chorus. And then guess what? That's our beat. We're done, right? Like, take time, you know? Hear, hear your work and say, 
what can I do to make this better? You know, and if you're working with an artist, you know, you have to be you have to be um, in a state of mind where you're able to take criticism and not get hurt. You have to have a thick skin, you know, because not everyone is going to like your work. I've experienced it. Not everyone's going to like my work. But in that sense, uh, in that statement, right, is that the person you're working with also has to have that state of mind, too. You know, you can't work with an immature person. You can't work with someone who's not in that state of mind, who's not serious as you, you know, because like I said, you're putting all this effort into your beat. Why are you going to let someone ruin it? If he doesn't sound good and you feel it doesn't sound good, say something, you know, don't let garbage out, you know, yes, music is easy to make. And yes, you want to put stuff out there to get your name, but just take a little bit more time. In my opinion, you know, I think so. Well, I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? Like, am I just over exaggerating? Am I being emotional right now? Or or do I have something going here? Like, do you guys feel the same way? You know, let me know. Comments, um, you know, tweet at me at Audio Craftsman or, or anything. You know, I, I really want to hear from you guys. Um, OK, so I'm getting a little bit too long right here. Uh, I didn't have a break, but maybe next week or maybe Friday. I don't know. But anyways, um, that's my opinion on, you know, work ethics as far as, you know, being able to determine what's good, what's bad, um, complimenting an artist with your style of music. You guys let me know what you think. Um, before I go, thank you guys for sharing this. Thank you guys for liking the Facebook page. I created an Instagram page and Twitter, uh, Twitter account, you know, like us, follow us. It really helps us out, really helps me out. Um, and oh, also, too, I want to get a hashtag trending, you know, like if you have a beat that you want me to show at the beginning of the of the podcast or when I do have breaks, you know, I'll, I'll show your beat uh, during the break. Just, you know, hashtag audio craftsman, you know, so I know that you guys are listening to 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 me. And when you tag your beat with that hashtag, you know, you're basically saying, hey, listen, uh, check out this work. If you like it, use it on your podcast. And that's what I'm hoping for. So it's hashtag audio craftsman, all one word. And it's E-N, not A-N. So craftsmen, not man, right? Because it's not just one person. It's all of us. So audio craftsmen. But yeah, so uh, let me know what you guys think. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys Friday. Later.